Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello and welcome to the first executive edition of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I'm Matthew Breaker and today is February 25th, 2022. It is the night before the Johto Tour. <sighs> so uh, these bonus episodes are going to be dropped occasionally. I won't always be in, in front of the camera, but we're using these episodes to give us an opportunity to talk about things more specific more in depth than what we can on the full-length podcast where we have to cover a lot more information um we'll have special interviews uh we could use these shorter form podcasts to quickly give you all uh time sensitive information that we might miss based on the date that we record and, and release uh normally um or we could just use it to have fun and talk about uh the other things that guys want to ramble on about but I'm really excited to uh, be kicking this first episode off, um, but I'm even more excited because today I am joined by two seasoned battlers of the BTW Discord. Both are extremely talented. They're knowledgeable, friendly, wonderful community leaders. I'm laying it on really thick. Uh, Lyle's Jeff 3 the third in Miami Doc. Welcome to the first executive edition. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you. I don't know if uh, friendly is the right <laughs> term to describe me, but happy to be here. Sounds good. How's your week been so far, Miami? Um, I mean, personally, you know, I'm, I'm prior military, so the situation overseas has me um, tied up in knots. But obviously, we, we go to things like Pokemon Go to escape from, you know, some of the, the, the things that we'd rather not think about from time to time. So... That's the only time I'll mention that. Otherwise, you know, I'm working away. I'm, I'm waiting to hear about getting a, a doctor uh, job position. I find out March 14th, so I'm nervously awaiting <laughs> okay. that. Otherwise, work is work, and uh, GBL is GBL. I'm trying to, to get to that legendary because it would be the first time I've missed it in three seasons, so... This is this is this is a bit of a, a sprint to the finish for me. Oh man, yeah, I hear you, uh, Lyle. How about you? Yeah, everything was going pretty good this week. Um, good luck with the job uh, search there in Miami, and uh, work. You know, work's busy as usual, but uh, it's nice that the weekend's here. I'm looking forward to just hanging out with my friends and. Filling out that Johto deck, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, Lyle, about what's that, your plans so. for the the Johto tour yeah. tomorrow? I'm going down. I obviously, if anyone doesn't know, I'm in Canada, so uh, okay. I'm in Toronto. So whenever there's a big event, I like to go downtown because that's where all the Pokestops are, obviously, and it's just like buzzing with 
gyms and Pokestops and the spawn density is like off the hook. So you, when people are talking about stocking up for balls, like I, I basically am throwing out balls during the day just because of all wow. the Pokestops I'm spinning. So um, it's pretty fun. And I, yeah, I'm blessed to live in a good city to play Pokemon Go. I know some people don't have it quite as What's as What's lucky, the weather so, situation yeah. like for you up there? Not too sure yet. I think we're okay, okay. precipitation-wise. Um, Temperature-wise, I'll just wear my base layers and my gloves, and uh, we'll take some breaks at some restaurants if go. need be. So, um, But we can't really, you know, control <laughs> the weather, so we just got to deal with it. And, uh, you know, there's some good spawns, that's, so we got to take advantage. That's uh, you know, We're like the weather – we're like the male mailman. Miami. You know, no matter what the weather – yeah, Miami. How about there, you? What are so... you? What are your plans for the Jota tour? So there is a park that is just south of where I live, which is the main Pokemon Go hub for my my city. You know, I'm I'm in South Florida, a town called Coral Springs. Um, definitely do not have the spawn rate that you know Toronto downtown has, and um, it, it it's probably one of the reasons why you know Lyle Jeff gets like. To a million stardust on a on a community day, and I get you know four hundred thousand. But um, it's uh, I'll be going there. Um, you know, dusk till dawn, or no, other way around, dawn till dusk. Um, and uh, you know, I'm really uh, you know I really want to get uh, uh, competitive Meganium, competitive Feraligator, um, get shiny ty- um, Larvitar. Um, because I didn't start playing until what late 2018. Okay. So there was there was some things that I missed out on or happened and I didn't realize what they were. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Totodile Community Day. I was like, what do I need Totodile <laughs> for? And I just like put it. Down. I remember you mentioning that in the first episode you came on. Um, I'm gonna pause really quick. Uh, cause there's some some squeaking in the background, but it, there's a reason for that. Miami, can you explain what you have on your lap right now for for those oh, in camera? He's squeaking. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. Oh, I I, I wanted you to. Yeah, I heard something. I wasn't sure Who, what it was. Who's your I little friend you sure have there? Well, my friend here is Cato. He's my my one of my birds. I have four of them. Um, and uh, he was wanting some attention, so I thought I'd bring him on the show with me. But I don't. Uh, want to mess up oh, the show? Oh no, no! You can this... keep. What type of bird is that? It looks like a very exotic bird. It's it's called the black-headed kaiik. And and you said and you they have, are absolute you, you clouds. Have four of them, correct? Uh, I have four birds. Each one's a different type. Okay. Um, I have uh, hyacinth macaw named Lapis, uh, green wing macaw named Louie, and a Catalina macaw named uh, Cracker. Um, now when I say I have, these are family. Okay. Uh, so mainly, you know, one, the, the you know, Lapis is my dad's, Cracker is my brother's. Louis is actually the one that chose me. I didn't choose him, just he decided he loved me. Um, and Cato's like a family bird, but I love taking him out as much as well. Well, he's can. welcome on the show and as then, well, if you, if you would like. So. But you're saying it's squeaking? I, I no, really don't no, want there to be squeaking. No, no, it was totally fine. Chirping. Chirping. That's what, More that's like what chirping. I meant. Yeah. Chirping. Oh, okay. Yeah. So chirping would be from yeah. 
it's the it's the war, the the type of sound that I got wrong. That's my fault there. But uh, the the reason why you two are on the show um, is because you are spearheading a new uh, tier uh, to the Patreon called Member Coaching. Um, but before we we get into that, I'd like to try to get to know you guys a little more. I know we've had very limited interactions. I've had a coaching session already with with both of you two. Um, but I want to kind of get some of the sort of generic questions you ask fellow uh, Pogo lovers. And uh, my first question is, when did Pokemon uh, enter your your life? Uh, Lyle, can we start with you? Yeah, it'd probably be in uh, like grade six, I guess, or grade five, uh, when uh, Pokemon Blue came out. Like, we used to get a gift at the end of every year for like graduating, I guess, the school year. So that year, I got a Pokemon Blue and a Game Boy, and basically ever since then, I've uh, you know played off and on different uh, parts of the series or the franchise. And that's uh, been, you know, pretty, pretty involved with it ever since Excellent. then. Excellent. So. Which, uh, which hmm. was, so you said blue was the, the starter game? Yeah, I remember, um, apparently I initially wanted red, but everyone at school wanted, had red already. So I told my parents I wanted blue and they had to go out the night before they're going to give it to me <laughs> and return it. So they, they could find the blue version. Yeah. Uh, I had good parents. Yeah, shout so out to really them. Um, yeah, but. Yes, uh, but I think I just went with the typical Squirtle, right? You pick, you have blue. You need to select right, Squirtle as right. your starter. So. Miami, how about you? When did Pokemon enter your life? Um, the 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 very beginning, uh, when the it, it was the cards that came out first. I believe so. Right in America, at least. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, it started with the trading cards. My, um, I knew about them. I'd seen people playing with them, but when my older brother came back from summer camp. He brought two things of playing cards. He brought Magic the Gathering and he brought Pokemon cards. And I was thrilled about the Pokemon cards. And he even had a shiny, uh, a shiny, a foiled Charizard, but it was severely damaged. So, <laughs> so not the retirement fund that he was much. looking for. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so I was hooked on Pokemon the moment that um, I knew of its existence. My first one was yellow version. My, you know, like my older brother had red, my younger brother had blue, I got yellow, um, and uh, I played every generation since, and I own at least one of the versions of every single generation, um, and, you know, I absolutely love Pokemon, and I was never able to be a competitive main series player. Uh, there's just a level of understanding the game that I just never wanted to get into. And the fact that competitive Pokemon Go has come so naturally sounds pretentious. It has, I've enjoyed it so easily. Um, has really made me quite happy, except for the times when it makes me quite angry. <laughs> but, but at least you can ride a bike in Pokemon Go with an auto catcher and still be making progress with multiple Pokemon instead of riding around trying to hatch one egg in the main series game, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Miami, we know that you said that you started playing Pokemon Go in 2018, correct? Uh, so I was a day one player. Okay. And I played when everybody else was playing, and then I stopped playing when I was just like, eh, I don't really care anymore. Right. Um, and then uh, 
something in 2000, late 2018, it was November 2018, I decided to download the game again. I don't remember why. Maybe it was, maybe a, another main series game had come out at that time, um, but I picked it back up and I, I just, I even distinctly remember Cresselia had just come mm-hmm. out because I saw the, the stadiums go up and uh, the, the raids go up and I was just like, I want a Cresselia and I went to go battle it solo and I was just like, how am I not doing any damage to it? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have a concept though of competitive, um, battling until GBL started. Okay. Lyle, how about you? Um, yeah, I started playing in okay. 2016, but I didn't really, I only played for like maybe a week or so. And, uh, because I lived kind of in the middle of nowhere and back in the day, like, let's just say I put the game down in 2016. I came back in 2019. I I started a new account because I didn't know like any of that information. Um, but when I picked it back up, like the game was way different, obviously than what I remembered it. And it was much more like fun. Cause like, I remember back in the day, like there was nothing around. So I would drop an incense. Then one Pokemon would come every like five minutes or something. And I'm thinking like, this is so freaking boring. Like I'm going to like, I'm never going to have any the dark ages of the game. For uh, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So I missed out on all that fun stuff, I guess. But, uh, when I came back, like, um, basically when I had come back, uh, remote rating was already a thing. And I didn't even know, like, like I didn't even know anything about mm-hmm. rating before then. So yeah, I just jumped right back in. And so how did you since, get so. into the, the PVP aspect of the game because when you came back in 2019 that's kind of when it started popping mm-hmm. off it sounds like yeah i was i came back in the yeah the fall of 2019 um so i think there'd already been a couple gbl seasons um f- on from that point but uh my brother actually was the one that got me into it because like at first i was just kind of like catching and enjoying that aspect filling the decks and then he told me he was doing this like pvp i didn't really know what what that meant but uh i started like playing some gbl and everything and then you know you start getting capped out at your sets per day so wanting something more i started to do some uh self tournaments and self battles trying to just get better and have more fun and meet yeah. more people miami how about how about you uh when did you get into the the pvp side of the game so i uh it was the first moment gbl came out i was hooked on it um, I thought it was so much fun. Um, I didn't understand any of the gameplay or what makes one Pokemon better than the other. I think I remember my first team was Plusle, Heatmore, and Sock, um, or Throw, whichever one is in my region. Solid um, team. And I was Solid just like, there. I was just like, okay, this is a gym. But then I started seeing everybody has an Altaria and Azumarill and a Registeel, you know. And I was just like, oh, so there's Pokemon that are better than others. Okay. And uh, and then, you know, I had Pokegenie for, you know, at, at that point. I don't even remember what I would use Pokegenie for before uh, PvP. Um, and I said to my friend, like, hey, why does it say that this one's a good for you know pvp and this one's not good for pvp and he said oh well you know in pvp you want the low attack and the high defense and that and from there i just become obsessed with having the best pvp iv pokemon as everyone in the discord knows um and um 
you know, as I said, I was hooked in my, I was stationed in, I was in the Air Force at the time, stationed in the Florida Panhandle, and we had developed a, a group of players that lived on base, and, you know, I was the, like, the only person who cared about PvP in my group. Right. Um, and I was encouraging everybody to try playing as well. And then uh, I moved down here, I joined the um, local Discord for this area, and the moderator for that Discord, you know, knew that I was really into PvP, and I was, you know, talking a lot about it, and he says, why don't you come join our Sylph battles? I'm like, what Sylph? And I won the first ever tournament that I was a part of, um, and I've had tons of fun with it ever since. So, uh, winning your first Sylph tournament you're being a part of, that that's a huge feat in itself. Do you have, uh, is, is that, uh, like in your mind, one of like your proudest moments of PVP or self, or are there, is there something else that comes to mind? That's like the definitively. So the first season I was kind of like a little bit here, a little bit there. I didn't really like know like all of it. I did well enough or, you know, I got the regional invite or whatever it was called. And I actually played second in my, in my regional. I only had one loss to the eventual w- winner of it all and all that. But then, then this second, this current season, which is my second season in Sylph, um, I decided I wanted to go ham on it. So I went around asking, I said, okay, what one can I be a part of that's like really big tournament? And someone pointed me to a, a, a Discord that has seven round tourney every single time. And the first one I joined in that, I lost like my third or fourth match, but then I was in the final match, I was paired up against the last undefeated player in that seven rounder, you know, hundred and max 128 players in this tourney. And I beat him and, um, you know, yeah, it was a, you know, a five, six way tie for first, but I was the one who beat the last undefeated person and tied for the win. So I kind of felt that that was my, my, my happiest. Sure. Sure. Lyle, how about you? Do you have a, a proud accomplishment, uh, in PVP or so? Besides the sweep that you just had in the the BTW Discord, congratulations! By the way, um, yeah, I guess maybe beating <laughs> Dino is my happiest moment uh, since he's he seems to always have my number. So uh, it was it was nice to finally hard yeah. counter him for once. Um, yeah, but other than that, I would just say yeah, because it's only my second season. Maybe um, uh, like reaching the uh, regionals. Um, last season was really fun for me, like, cause it was my first season and I was just pretty excited to get like the invite and I was going up against a bunch of like, um, big names in Ontario here, like streamers, like Kevin Solidares, mm-hmm. Dragon Silk. Um, there was like a bunch of people in there. So that was probably my up to date my one of my favorite That's moments awesome. uh yeah all right so we're gonna kind of get into the the meat of the topic here um how did the idea of member coaching uh first come about lyle yeah i just i guess the idea is kind of from some other discords that i've that i've been a part of where they kind of have um sort of like a peer peer versus uh, peer versus peer sort of sharing of battles watching other people do battles, kind of giving feedback, just sort of um, a place where people can go and just do battles. It doesn't even necessarily need to be with the coach there. They can just have other, maybe even more experienced people than them around, watching them, helping them, um, just 
because sometimes it's hard to explain to people what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, when they're just saying like, oh, I went like 4-1 or I went 1-4. This is my team comp. I don't know what happened, right? Whereas if you can actually see what they're doing, you can give them more real feedback and like actual meaningful advice that might actually help them improve, mm-hmm. right? So that's that was the whole like uh, reasoning. And then for how did it, how opinion. did it come about uh, in into our Discord? How did it become like a, a tier? That mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. That was uh, all. All of that stuff was taken care of by Astro and Wildcat and Dino. I just brought the okay. initial idea to them, and obviously because Astro is in charge. I brought it to Astro and said, like, you know, this is my idea. What do you think? They took with it, ran with it. They did set it up however they want. I'm just glad that me and uh, Miami Doc can be a part of this, can help help the community. And, like, you, we really are seeing, like, huge growth in a lot of the people uh, in the Discord from, like, when they first started to now. So uh, just hoping to continue that and, like, you know, just continue yeah, getting good, right. as they always say. Uh, Miami, how are you approached uh, to be a part of the member coaching? Uh, Wildcat said, hey, you want to do this thing? And I said, okay, <laughs> that, sure, that, that sounds not? very typical. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm, you know, the, the whole being a, a leading member of this Discord has been a bit of a surprise for mm-hmm. me. So, you know, I, I was brought into the Discord by Astro after he beat me in attorney last season. And I, you know, just enjoyed, you know, interacting with everyone here. But then I started, I guess, you know, winning, you know, before you came along, Lyle Jeff, I won all the attorneys. Um, I'm just surprised that I'm like, I, this is the first time I'm hearing that Astro beat you yeah, in the, the tournament. Yeah, the very first time I, like... I met Astro, he beat me in the tournament. It was it was oh due to God. a quagsire. Um I'm surprised he doesn't bring that up on every show. Uh, I think he does. I I think he does bring it up. Well, no, every time I'm on the show, he brings it up, which is that one time I was on the show. Right, 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 right. So, so, you know, uh, at one point, you know, I was approached by, you know, Wildcat of taking a larger role in the Discord and, you know, becoming, I I don't know, his admin or whatever the the correct term is. And, you know, I'm not doing this for any sort of, gain other than more exposure you know for for you know pvp and and more and and being able to enjoy you know share something that i've you know enjoyed a lot um doing so um you know helping coaches is just a natural part of of who i am i love to teach i was you know i've tutored every you know subject i excelled at at some point you know so i um more than happy to take part in this and help the discord grow. Yeah, so so what does coaching like look look like to you like specifically like what um are the things that that you will will help with uh as, as a coach in this uh member tier. So I I certainly, you know, think about, you know, building from the bottom up. I I would like to encourage those who are, you know, rookie or new at, at, at competitive Pokemon Go playing to better understand what competitive Pokemon Go is and how you can get better mm-hmm. at it. Um, I'm not a very technical player. I can't do move counts. Um, I'm I'm not always thinking, okay, they've done this Pokemon and that Pokemon, so it must mean that they have this Pokemon in the back. It's it's just not generally how I think. I like to sort of do a, a very general uh, approach to to the game, and 
I know that the, the technical way is better. And if you can learn to do the move counts, if you can learn to do the, the maths, you're going to be a better player because of it. I just hope that what I can bring to the table is sort of the, the broad um, approach, the knowing what Pokemon to, to go out there and catch and to, to get the right IVs for and to build the diverse amount of Pokemon. Because, you, know, uh, you know, I must have, you know, 500 plus ready PVP Pokemon by now if you count all the leads. Sure. Um, so I want to be there for the members of the Discord who want to be, be get anywhere uh, you know level and just work from there um, and and bring my my opinions on on who's a hard counter and who's not right Lyle Jeff Lyle Jeff huh huh <laughs> G Fisk is a hard counter to Nidoqueen, Queen I believe <laughs> Lyle how about you uh, what are what are some of like your 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 strengths that you feel like you have as a as a coach Yeah I've really been enjoying it so far because. I haven't, um, in terms of like battling experience and stuff, I've been pretty heavily invested for the last couple of years. So I'd say my knowledge level is pretty high, but in terms of coaching, I haven't been too involved in it, but it has been something that I've wanted to do more of just because like I am pretty knowledgeable and like I have been doing fairly well. So I just want to say like, can I help other people get to my level? As for my style, I'm still kind of figuring right. all that stuff out. Um, it's kind of a learning experience for me too. I because I've I watch and I have watched many coaching sessions on Twitch because I do watch quite a lot of Twitch. There's always coaching sessions on there. Many people have different mm -hmm. styles, right? So, but my main goal is to try to help people with like just basic team building, um, uh, strengths, things not to do. You know, like in terms of leaving yourself double weak to certain like meta mods and stuff like that. And, and how to read, not so much read lines, but sort of like get a feel for, for what they might have in the back based on their lead Pokemon, right? Like you can kind of get a good sense if they're leading a charmer, um, chances are they might have some sort of steel counter in the back, right? Like just common sense, things like that, that most people might not think about, but it can be very important. Um, during the battle and obviously it doesn't always work out right. but sometimes it so, does so um what uh types of coaching are you guys going to uh offer in the member coaching tier um well like i've kind of like put everything forward and miami doc has been kind of the same way like if you have some team building or some sort of meta analysis you want to go through we can we can do that whether it be sylph or um GBL, obviously we all have our own strengths. Miami Doc is much more versed in the Ultra League uh, meta, whereas maybe I can help a little bit more in the Master League uh, type stuff. Um, and and Sylph, whether it be with the new Obsidian Cup coming up, we can help you with that. Or um, we can help you, let's say you're doing some Sylph battles. You record the Sylph battles. Maybe you lost. You might have made some mistakes. You don't know. We can review those battle footage for you. Kind of go over some steps, some thought processing through the battle, some things you might have done differently, or you can just stream your your battles live in the uh, the channel, and we can give you live coaching and live feedback between us and our Excellent. peers. So very nice. So uh, Miami, do you have any specific? goals that you'd like to achieve with this member coaching maybe in this this upcoming season and in, in 
even taking that to the season beyond? Well, the 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 biggest goal that I have is to take someone who hasn't reached legendary yet and be able to live stream coaching session where they reach legendary. Yeah, I think that is going to be our crowning achievement, mm-hmm. and I, I I I certainly hope we get to it at that point. Um, the the other you know the the thing that I I sort of want to see the most happen is sort of a sort of a word of mouth thing that this coaching session that people you know someone tells someone tells someone so that we get even more people to the discord and we become sort of a a hub of great pvp um uh sylph and in general pvp um what i i you know you know want to do is you know as many nights as i can you know hop into the the member coaching section and you know just put out sort of the bat signal saying hey I'm here, guys. Who's around? Who wants to do what? And and sort of work with it there. Um, I definitely know I've got... As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And some good feedback from people watching me battle. And, hell, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it doesn't matter if they're less experienced than me. They might still see the things that I miss. Um, and, uh... You know, I just I just hope that this becomes a, a true source of entertainment uh, for everyone in this Discord, and then pulling in more people into our Discord. Yeah, the way that I uh, see the the member coaching tier is the community itself helping the community that you're a part of, and I think um, you two starting out are, uh, in in my opinion, kind of like the the perfect. Uh, two coaches to to kick it off i've had the pleasure of having a session with with both of you guys and um for all the listeners out there i can say that you know for three dollars a month which is the the patreon tier that you can subscribe to to get member coaching you guys have been able to answer any question that i may have and i've seen the the chat you guys are very active on that and i'm assuming that the the more 
that the community grows uh, within this, the more coaches that we can we can add on to the the field and and continue growing the quality of the battlers in the community. I love uh, what you guys have have started, and I only hope that it continues from there. Um, so let's get more in depth on on questions on on coaching. I know Lyle, you had said that um, you're still kind of figuring out like your your battle style um but do you have a specific uh like thought process that goes through your mind when it comes to team building um not not particularly i just uh i prefer to run like in gbl i prefer to run sort of like not not always abb teams but sort of like i like to have two sort of answers to the lead Pokemon's mm-hmm. weakness in the back. Uh, just to give you some flexibility is mainly what I preach because it's, there's nothing worse than going into the battle and you see the other person, person's lead Pokemon and you go, I'm going to lose this battle. There, you know, you just give yourself no wiggle room. At least if you have some answers in the back to that lead Pokemon, you depending on their back line you, and some, you know, good energy management and and good timing you might be able to find a way to wiggle out of that right so um in sylph it's obviously a little different because there's more mind games that go into play there um you know what they won't bring depending on what you have but in terms of gbl it's kind of like because of the blind three format you kind of have to make your team as versatile as possible just to kind of cover as many bases Uh, miami do you have like a specific style of battling that you you have recognized at all yeah i i prefer bulk um a lot i i when i'm building a team i will figure out the bulkiest pokemon i you know usually the two bulkiest pokemon i can fit into there and then try to build the meta around that you know the um it's I I feel that that's the the, the best thing, you know. E- either you're running, you know, a killer fast move team, or you've got the bulk. Right. Um, so, um, you know, I I always am happy if I can get a, a sylph team that has a B on bulk because you can never get an A on bulk in sylph. They always will um, ban the the bulkiest Pokemon. Um, but if if I can find that B, I feel very good about uh, the my potential for doing well in the meta. Excellent. So, um, how in the coaching spectrum, Miami would, would you potentially, uh, tackle somebody that, that may not, uh, have that same style or same mentality of, uh, team building as you and, and how, uh, what, what things would you try to do to sort of, um, like, I don't want to say help them see the light because I don't feel like there's one right way to play, but um, maybe adapt your style into theirs and, and utilize also their style within your coaching. Well, the, 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 the answer to your question is something I've, I have been doing where, you know, someone says, well, you know, where should I start? I'll say, what Pokemon do you like using the most? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then start from there. You pick it and you build around it. Um, you know, I, realize that i freaking love cafagrius and i have no idea if i'm pronouncing that right um <laughs> i'm not and... gonna stop you yeah. i don't think so <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. think oh, uh, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have it's to look, you know, one more. 
I believe it's Kafagrigus, yes. But, but this entire show has been okay. built on butchering the names of Pokemon, yeah. and we're not going to cur- st- end that on, on this episode. Well, uh, Astro and Wildcat uh, would be very so, proud. So, so okay, I so. love using Kafagrigus. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> and so I decided, hey, I'm going to build a team that that goes around that. So I go to my favorite tool, which is PV poke. Um, and I started plugging in different things and lo and behold, Stunfisk was a good partner with, with, uh, Falka Kriegis. And I, um, I said, okay. And then I looked at what the next options were and lo and behold, like my second favorite Pokemon Pidgeot was, uh, well that, so that's why I've been running that great league team mm-hmm. of, uh, of um, Sigacrophius, um, Stunfisk, and um, Pidgeot. Um, so that's what I would bring to the the coaching in the member club is, what's your favorite Pokemon? And then let's go from right. there. Um, and then I would also then encourage them, hey, if that's your favorite Pokemon, well, look, your IVs on your current one, yeah, it's an 80%. Go out there. You know, try to catch a better one. Let's let's see what we can do to to make your favorite one the best Pokemon you can use. Lyle, how about you? Um, yeah. So, in terms of like how I approach someone that is uh, right. maybe thinking different than me, yeah, it has happened before. Um, but I kind of what I find is it's better for them. Like, it's kind of hard to teach someone something until Mm -hmm. they've learned it themselves. So usually if someone comes with a team that they're liking, I'll tell them like, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of this team. And these are the reasons why Uh, we can run this team. If you want, I have no problem. I'll try to coach you using this team. Let's just see how it goes. Then throughout the battles, sometimes we start running into some of those common issues. Right. And then we, then I can use that as a learning experience to them as well. Like, Maybe we don't, maybe it's not the team that's wrong. Maybe it's like the order of the Pokemon. We can just change them up a little bit to make make the team a little more synergized. Or maybe if these two Pokemon are working together, maybe we can just add one other Pokemon. Like, I'm not saying we have to blow up the whole team, but sometimes you might need to tweak certain things uh, depending on, um, you know, the, the specific attributes right. of each of the okay. Pokemon. So, um... I know from from just being in the in the uh, the one being coached seat that uh, your first time being coached could be pretty nerve wracking. Um, but what are, yeah, what are some things sure, that, sure. that you guys uh, could do to to help put somebody like like me that is pretty anxious, you know, their first time getting coached, like more at ease, more relaxed. Um, well, I am pretty chill, <laughs> I would say. And uh, I like to joke mm-hmm. and kid around a lot, so I definitely would try my best to throw in some comic <laughs> relief and make you feel a little better. Um, you know, no no one's more nervous than me, I can tell you that, okay? Because as much as you want to succeed, I want you to mm-hmm. succeed even more. So, uh, because that also reflects well on me and Miami Doc, if we can help you succeed, then that means that we're mm-hmm. also succeeding, right? So, that is the main goal, I'd say, is just everyone winning everyone growing how about you miami are you gonna mauled with them if they lose and and cheer with them if they they succeed well yes i i I will certainly be a a great coach to others i'm just a terrible coach to myself (laughs) okay um so i i i'm i you know 
I feel very confident that no matter the outcome of the battles that we work on together, you will find it a positive uh, experience and something that you'll want to return to multiple times. Um, we, you know, we're, we're still learning though. Mm -hmm. You know, I've only, I've done two or three sessions. Um, there are some things that I'm, you know, thinking about that I may want to, you know, tweak here or help there. Um, I think after last night's session, I'd say no pets in the room because a dog kept interrupting. <laughs> um, oh, but, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll figure it all out as we sure, go. Sure. So, so one thing that I noticed um, and, and one thing that really did help me put at ease and, and one thing I want to say for to, to both of you um, that I noticed was when you're when you're coaching and you're talking to uh, the person being coached you use the word we as in like, we're in this together. And I thought hearing that for the first time when I'm being coached by you guys, that was really powerful because it made me feel like we're a team. And I think that's, what's so awesome about this coaching thing is like you have somebody over your shoulder rooting for you. And I think just something as simple as you guys saying the word, you know, wow, we, we really could do this differently, you know, this time, or, you know, we, we really did good, mm -hmm. you know, that was such a powerful, but very little thing. And I, I do want to sincerely thank you guys for that and encourage you guys to, to continue that. But I did want to shout you guys out on that after having been coached by both of you, um, in this podcast episode. Um, so the, the last question about the the member tier coaching that i think um maybe most important is um what is the type of league that you are most comfortable coaching and what is the type of league that you are least comfortable coaching that doesn't necessarily mean you don't have the knowledge but it's just in terms of familiarity that i think is important so miami can we start out with you well, the the second one is the second question is the easiest thing you've asked me all night, okay. and that's Master League. <laughs> okay. I, I the, you know I can do Master League Classic. I can do Master League um, Pre MLPC, Premier Master Classic. League Premier Classic. I'm not that good in them, but I can do Master League General. I'm not touching that with a twenty foot pole. I have I have not excelled a, um, a fully trained an XL Pokemon in the master league class not a single one um now as far as what i'm best at ultra league premiere um that is actually where i got legendary each of the past three times so um you know if and when that comes back around i'll be front and center okay all right lyle how about you yeah it's it's kind of interesting because like as common as you think it might be like i feel like the toughest league for me might just to coach might be great league open great league. And it's just because of the, um, the enormous variety that goes on in there, like master league, even ultra league, like the metas are kind of a little more simpler. And I really personally, me personally, I really enjoy playing a lot of the themed cups that, um, that are put in place. Like right now is Chotu cup before was love cup. Like I got to my, highest elo of my uh, gbl career during love cup i don't know why i seem to do very well in those like limited metas uh, i guess maybe i pick up on the meta quicker than other people i'm not sure 
But uh, just because of the sheer variety in Open Great League, it's not that I'm not good at it. I just don't play it very much. And like things are constantly changing with community days and uh, move updates and Registeel now and all that sort of stuff. So um, I try to avoid it if I can. But obviously, if people want to play it and they need coaching there, I'll try my best and I'm sure Excellent. we can figure it well, out. I'm going to have an ending question for you two before we go into our, our last segment, before we before we end the, the podcast. Um, so my last question uh, is going to be uh, if you guys have uh, two pieces of advice uh, to battlers who are either starting out fresh or simply trying to get better that you have found to personally help you improve your game. I guess it's not a question. It's more of a statement. If you could, if you could give two pieces of advice, that would be great. Uh, yes, Lyle, kick it off. Or Miami. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't want. Uh, I don't want to steal all the good answers here. But uh, I'll I'll pick one obvious one, and then I'll pick a more obscure one. Number one, most important thing in PvP: learn your typings. Like cannot be overstated like if you don't know what's super effective or what's resisted or what's not very effective or what you can is you know what your typing resists it's really going to set you back and like i know it's complicated with a lot of like dual typings and sometimes there's some strange ones out there like ground or or you know dark poison or ghost water or some you know weird things like that but once you start getting the basics down, it will really go a long way to help you. And then the second thing I will say is uh, just don't get like too discouraged because even me, like yesterday, I dropped over the last day and a half, I dropped 200 ELO. Okay, it happens. <clears throat> we can't, you're not going to climb all the time. It's impossible, especially in a blind threes format. So you just have to learn from the mistakes. Sometimes you're going to get hard countered. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes. Even the best players in the world makes mistakes. Don't get discouraged. Just keep trying to learn from it and getting better. Miami, how about you? Well, I'm all about the resources. So Pokey Genie and PV Poke have been invaluable for, for my development as a PvP player. As I mentioned earlier, I'm all about the best IVs I can find, so Pokey Genie is essential um, for that. And then I love just messing around on PV Poke, trying to see if there's some combination of Pokemon that I hadn't, you know, thought of before that produces, you know, good coverage. Now you always have to take what PV Poke with a little bit of a grain of salt, because sometimes things in theory don't always work out in practice. Like I'll, I'll, you know. Go back to what I was talking about earlier with um, Coffin Agurus, um, is that, you know, PvP poke says, like, Stunfist beats it. But I find that my, my cough does actually really well against Stunfisk in, in practice. So, um, <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's about giving you ideas, and then you need to go figure it out in practice, what it actually does. And then the more obscure thing... Um, it's not really obscure, but it's have a very large pool. You know, I'm constantly looking for new Pokemon to add to uh, my my pool of, of usable Pokemon. Now, yes, that does mean I never have Stardust. Um, so, you know, that's not always a good thing. Uh, so please don't, you know, just start using all your Stardust because Miami Doc says, you know, to do it. Be smart about it. Um, you know, don't train a 
heat more up, you know, just because it has good IVs, you know, is there a reason to have it? Um, and, and, and be ready to experiment. Well, thank you too for those pieces of advice. Those are, those are definitely extremely crucial. Um, before we end the podcast, I did want to do a, a fun segment, uh, that I hope to continue. Um, I'm calling this two truths and one lie part. Um, because it was the only clever name that I could figure out for essentially two truths and one lie. Um, so I'll kick things off and the whole premise, same rules apply. I'm going to tell two truths, one lie, and then you guys have to guess what you think is the lie. And then we're, we'll go in order of Lyle and Miami doc after, uh, I'm done. So, uh, are you guys ready? All right. All right. So the first one, uh, let me try to remember what the three of them are okay first one is i have a massive funko pop and manga collection that has taken up all the closet space in my house the second one is i am the proud owner of every single main series pokemon game with the exception of green but i haven't played all of them uh past omega ruby the third one is i am terrified of heights to the point that if i get four feet off the ground my legs will visibly start shaking and my anxiety goes through the roof wow you you did good here because they all have a decent amount of detailed information (laughs) that both make me feel like they could be the lie and they could be the truth um, I'm going to say that the lie is the Funko Pop collection. Okay. I think th- I'm I'm gonna say like I think this one's pretty easy. You don't have all the Pokemon games. Easy, easy claps. claps. Lyle, you got it. Yep. What gave it away? Yeah. I don't know. You just seem like a kind of guy that have a crap ton of Funko Pops, <laughs> and uh, you definitely look like the kind of guy that's yeah, scared no, of heights. Yeah, no, that's very so, true. Um. Yeah, uh, easy, right. no problem. Come on, man. As soon as you said the Funko Pops, I'm like, yeah, well, that guy has that's all nothing. The that's Pops. nothing new. Lyle Jeff beating me in a game again. Oh, uh, hey, yeah, this is just, just for fun. fun. This is it's this never is just, just for fun, fun for me, bro. Oh. All right, Lyle, <laughs> let 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 okay. us have it. <sighs> kind of cheating, but uh, since I already talked, I won't. To I won't answer last it night, then. But uh, okay. well, yeah. You, Lyle, okay. we both sent our things to him, not knowing okay. that he didn't want us to. So, <laughs> Okay, so first, my name is Lyle. Second, I beat the former, uh, the reigning Sylph champion in a uh, Sylph match this season. Third, I have my master's in chemistry. Not quite as detailed as uh, Matthew's, but uh, that's what I came up with. Damn. What was the first one again? My name is Lyle. I'm going to say Masters in Chemistry. And we got another loser. <laughs> Unsurprising. I have my Masters in Chemistry. Uh, my name is not Lyle. My name is actually Kyle. But uh, my nickname in university was Lyle. And it's kind of stuck as my gamer tag. So that's what I've been going with. And, uh, you know, just I, I enjoy All right, it. Miami. So. I, I actually didn't guess yours. You just sent them to me, and I kind of ignored them. So let, let us have it. Yeah, the, the, the problem is... For the not... record, Matthew got mine wrong, <laughs> too. Did. Can I just throw that out there? He also guessed mine wrong. I, I, uh, I'm forgetting 
one of them, and I'm mad at myself okay. because I had three. So he's forgetting, he's forgetting the lie. The he's lie. forgetting the lie. So whichever one Let me pull he doesn't up. know about. You want me to read them? No, no. Send it to me via the the message. Me what 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 I sent. Okay, you. give me because um, I I deleted it, so I don't know if you saw. Oh had no, it. I uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pulling you up on Discord right now. It was. I can do it for him if he wants. He's got 17 birds. Um, <laughs> no, okay. He lives in he lives in Florida. Oh, oh, no, I, I, he's I, a I just remembered what. It okay, is. okay, okay. Okay. All right, okay, all right. Okay, okay. I have fired an M16 rifle. I have owned three Nintendo Switches. I am a published photographer. Okay. Should I should I go? Because okay. this one's also oh, pretty easy. Oh, easy, easy claps number two. You're not a you're, you're not a photographer. Easy, easy claps. <laughs> See, this is the hard part because you're in the you're in the military, the Air Force. I don't know enough about the military, unfortunately, to know if they fire M. They all they shoot all guns. shoot guns. They all shoot guns. Every single one of those guys the shoots guns. The three Nintendo all I know. switches, I could believe, because you could blow through those. His birds probably shit. <laughs> <out of myself. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the factory warranty doesn't cover that. Yep. So so you're saying so you're saying that easy exactly. is the uh the photographer. No, I believe yep. he could be an accomplished photographer. Um I'm gonna say you have not fired an M sixteen. And Lyle loses. Yeah. Uh that is correct. Um so twofold. Number one, you forgot I'm a doctor. So I don't necessarily get firearms training as a doctor oh. in the military. But if you're in the line of, you know, you're in the heat of battle, like, you know, servicing some wounds and the like, you know, Nazi scourge <laughs> comes over the hill, you got to defend yourself, right? So True, but I was never deployed. So I never needed oh, okay. the firearms okay. training. Okay. Um, I own three Nintendo Switches because I got my first one from my family for Hanukkah slash my birthday because I have a December birthday. And when they came out with the one with the better battery life, I Ended up trading that one in to get that, and then I got the what they called the pocket or the light, whatever they called the the smaller oh, one. Oh, the all in one, um, yeah, right. Like the, the all in, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the one that doesn't separate. Into right. I got that because I needed to trade in between my Pokemon games. Um. So. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah. So I've owned three Nintendo Switches, and yes, I am a semi-professional photographer. I do nature photography. And um, I particularly like to do photos of, can you guess it? Birds. Birds. Yeah. There um, we go. And, Sorry, I was muted. And I, um, I was following a bird guide, you know, on social media, and they put out a call for submissions for photographs mm-hmm. for their bird magazine, and I submitted my favorite shot, and they published it. Wow. Uh, you know what this is reminding me of? Uh, the... Have you seen the movie The Big Year? I've never I think it's heard called. of it before. Sorry. I believe it's called The Big Year or something like that. It's about this guy and he's trying to like take photographs of all the birds in the world in North America in one year or something. I think you would really okay. like it. You should I'll check it out. I think it's got Jack Black, if I remember correctly. It, I'm not that sure, does but... sound familiar. Anyways, I. I think it's called The Big I Year. Maybe I don't know. It's it. It's a few years old, but it's a pretty all good right. movie. Well. 
let's wrap up the show then um before we wrap up a big thank you to all of our patreon supporters um if you want to support the show you can for as little as a dollar a month and that's going to gain you access to our discord the link for that is going to be in the show notes below um uh special thanks to our coaches corner supporters clifford mert uh thanks friends 673 eastwood mama climbs hisui and ryan mosh pit 37 um, our Patreon producers, uh, King Flip, Kittens and High Fives, King Tom, our Discord admin, Reyes683, Siegel, Lyles, Jeff, Three the Third, and Miami Doc. Um, I am not going to thank myself as being executive producer. Um, then I <laughs> will you, thank you for being your executive producer, Matthew Breaker, Sojiro, <laughs> Christopher Ruiz, whatever your name Be is. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at uh, BTWPVP Podcast. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash BTWPVP. Uh, you can email us at info at BTWPVP.com. Uh, links to our merch store, Patreon, and our friends at Pallet Town PVP are all in the show notes as well. Um, but if Patreon isn't something you can do but want to help out the show, you can continue to spread the word, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow our Twitch channel, or uh, please give us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. It would really help us out and we deeply appreciate all the love and support that you all continue to give us um and finally thank you for listening to the first executive edition b of the btw beginner to winner pvp podcast i'm matthew breaker i'm miami doc and i'm lyle jeffs three and until next time good luck and get good i almost bungled it are you are you hearing some music or something i don't hear can you guys not hear the music Music no. was playing, hopefully, fingers crossed. Otherwise, we'll have to edit that in post. But thank you guys so much. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll let edited. him have the work. No, thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate having you on. Nice to uh, sit down with you and Miami Doc and uh, chat some shit, you know, about the the. the yeah, no, thank you guys so much. So. Uh, this was a, a ton of fun. Um, it's, it's great to, to get to know you guys a little more. I hope that next time uh, we could just talk a little less formally, but I know that it's uh, 9.30. I promise you, Lyle, I'll get you out in time. So, Yeah, my friend's just texting me uh, the Z okay. emoji. So he's falling asleep. As yep. long as he leaves the door open, we're fine. Yep. He can be asleep. Just leave a couple <laughs> beers in the fridge. We're but, good to go. Are, are you at like your school or something, Lyle? Uh, no, I'm at my house right now, but I'm going to my friend's house. He... Uh, he lives downtown, so it just it's easier that way, right? Because it starts pretty early in the morning. Um, so just going to spend the night there and then grab some Tim Hortons and get started right. first thing in the morning. You know, I didn't know if you were Canadian until you said Tim Hortons.